everything from like guitar covers to lo-fi beats to you know the the whole ordeal I guess <laughs> so I've been through the ringer and I'm here to kind of help you figure out where to get started and what to do so based on whichever music we what you want to create that's where your first step should be okay because based on the music you create that's where your equipment comes from and what tools you'll need right so obviously you need a microphone however you can seriously record off of your phone and send that to your computer and load that into a software and that's enough to get you started. It, like, Do not worry too much about microphone quality because that's, honestly, it doesn't affect it nearly as much as you think it does. And there's much more important things to be learning in the beginning than dropping money on a microphone. So say I'm recording just me singing and a acoustic guitar, which I cannot play guitar and I can't sing, but for the sake of example, right? I'm going to record it on my phone, whatever, send it over to my computer, and then... From there, where do I do? So if I have a Mac, I'm going to open up GarageBand, okay? GarageBand is a great, super simple to use software that actually has pretty powerful tools um, and it's free on, on for Mac users, which is great. If you do not have a Mac, then you're going to have to use a program called Audacity, which is completely free. You can also get on a Mac. It's completely free and it's kind of an industry standard. Within it, you can record audio, you can cut it, splice it, Pretty, pretty decent effects in it as well. So you can do, you can get started with acoustic recording pretty quick. So I record it on my phone, I send it over my computer, and then I can throw it in there and I can edit out the beginning and the end. And I mean, depending how much work you want to put in, you might already have a song, right? Depending on what kind of music you want to create, that's really, really where this gets uh, hard to explain, right? So if I want to start doing digital production, that means that I need a lot more equipment, right? I need a keyboard, I need a new software, I need all these things, okay? So here's what I would recommend if you want to get into digital production, is I would save up the money and get a really affordable MIDI keyboard, and I would buy it new, okay? And let me explain why. So a MIDI keyboard is a piano keyboard um, that plugs into your computer and gives it no inputs, okay? So this is how, if you open up any software, you can play digital instruments, um, anything along those lines, right? So the cool thing is that if I buy a new MIDI keyboard, most MIDI keyboards will come with a light version of a high quality software, right? So this is what I did. I bought, when I was in high school, I bought what's called, I bought a uh, Alesis V25, um, which is just a small 25 key MIDI keyboard, plugs in my computer. It has a couple uh, pads on it as well, so you, I could drum on it too. I bought it for, I think, around 100 bucks. mowed a lot of lawns in high school. And it came with a Ableton, it came with Ableton Lite, okay? So out of these softwares, there's Ableton, there's FL Studio, and then there's Logic. Those are kind of the three big ones. I used Ableton because I got Ableton Lite through buying this keyboard, right? So you buy this keyboard and you get a light version of the software, which means I can load up and saw the software and I already have access to a really great tool and I have a keyboard. So I can already start producing music. So with that, I could do a million different things. I could get into, um, like you can start making hip hop beats in there. You can also start messing with synthesizers and digital instruments and creating like, you know, like I created lo-fi tracks when I was in high school. I think seriously the most important thing is you need to be listening to a lot of music and you need to know 
what you kind of music you want to make. And then based on that, you'll know what walls you'll hit. Okay. So wherever you stop and realize, oh, I don't know how to get that kind of sound, or I don't know how to do that, then you just look it up, right? But the important thing and like the best advice I have for you is making sure that you have an end goal. You have a vision that you're following because based on that vision, you'll never veer off course, right? If I want to accomplish this kind of sound, I'm going to do what this artist does, or I'm going to, I know what to look up in order to accomplish that, right? So, I mean, a great example of this is I wanted to record a guitar cover while I was in like a freshman in high school, I think. It was a song called Rain by Rob Scallon, which uh, was, it's a very, very easy song. It uses a delay effect to make it sound a lot harder than it actually is, right? But all I did is I took a conversion cable from my guitar into a microphone port on my mom's Mac. I plugged in my electric guitar. I opened up GarageBand. Um, I set up a uh, digital guitar amp and a digital delay pedal uh, all through GarageBand, all in the software, and I recorded it and I posted it and it's on my Facebook, right? So I seriously, that's all it took is I plugged in a guitar and I just started figuring it out, sitting down in software and figuring it out. And I think that's seriously the best advice I have is like you, you learn to enjoy learning new things about it of like, oh my gosh, that's how that artist made that sound or that's why the artist does a certain thing, right? Like if you want to start doing vocal covers, there's karaoke versions of songs all over the place and that's a great way to start. I drag a backing track in and I record my own vocals and bam, I have a recording and I just learned something new, right? It's really fun. And it's really easy, right? It gets as complicated as you want it to get because it's your art and it's your creation and it's your vision. So it only goes as far as you want it to go. So, I mean, that's all I can really say is I've, I've started you out, uh, like what equipment you can start buying. Um, I talked about, uh, MIDI keyboards and such. Um, so if you want to step up to the next step of the game of like, uh, microphones, um, you can start talking about what microphones you want to get. You can get a, what's, you can either get a USB mic, which will plug straight into your computer. Or you can get a, uh, a studio quality mic. It's just with a studio quality mic, it's going to require you to buy an audio interface, okay? So let me start with USB mics first. USB mics are what's called like plug and play, where I plug it into my computer and it immediately starts giving audio signal into whatever software, right? Super easy way of recording, great way to get started. In terms of which ones I would purchase, excuse me, in terms of which ones I would look at, uh, I think everyone pretty much starts looking at the, uh, the blues. So you have the Blue Yeti and the Blue Snowball both of which are great prices and give you pretty substantial audio quality. Like I seriously don't know many people that would outgrow a Blue Yeti. They're affordable and they're very, very simple. Once you get to the other kind of mics where it's studio mics, where it's now like XLR inputs and such, that's where you need an audio interface, okay? So an audio interface is it takes a higher quality microphone or it takes a microphone that's not USB essentially and it translates those signals so the computer can read it. It's a separate device. These can get kind of expensive. Um, there are pretty affordable ones out there, uh, but in quality, I mean, quality is kind of important here because the higher quality, obviously the higher quality your audio will be. But again, it doesn't really matter because audio quality isn't the most important thing. The most important thing is the fact that you're learning something new and that you're inspired and you have a vision, right? So for that, uh, there's the Audio-Technica 2020 microphone, which is a great, great, great microphone that's pretty affordable. And then for an audio interface, there's the Focusrite Scarlett Solo, okay? And that's a little... It's a little box that you can plug your microphone into and a guitar, anything you want into, and that will send it to the computer 
and the computer can then read those signals. Once you have an audio interface and once you have a microphone, I mean, the sky's the limit, essentially. It's really the performance and what you want to do with it that matters the most. If you're doing digital production, once you have that MIDI keyboard and once you have a, like access to that software, like I recommended, then seriously, it's, it's just looking up how to do certain things, how to get certain sounds. There's tons of great YouTubers who are really, really, really smart. Like if you... Uh, plan on using Ableton. There's uh, Andrew Huang who does really great tutorials on how he produces in, in Ableton. And it, I mean, it's just really cool seeing what people can do. Great producers are able to take what skills and what tools they have and create something really cool out of it. It could sound like the dirtiest, grossest quality. It could sound like it was recorded out of a trash can, right? But if it's a really powerful performance and if there's a real vision behind it, then people will like it. But so the most important thing is seriously just getting down and recording or creating or doing whatever you want to do. Well, that's uh, audio production and music production for you. Also, sorry. Um, another thing is like you can get kind of, some people get kind of lost in the music theory of not knowing uh, why music is the way it is or not knowing what, you know, how chords work and how chord progressions work or how certain rhythms work, all those things. There are a lot of really fantastic artists out there that know nothing about music theory because seriously, that does not matter a whole lot. <laughs> what matters most is you know what you like and you know what sounds good. So like you can sit there and tinker around and play play notes until you get something that sounds fun, sounds good, and then you just take it and run. Because who, who am I to judge? Who is anyone to judge, right? <laughs> if you think it sounds good, then it probably does. Almost every musician you listen to probably doesn't have classical training in music. So don't don't get stuck in the weeds, especially, like, especially if you're doing like digital production or anything like that. Who cares? It's digital production. You can literally create anything you want um, for acoustic production. Once you start learning, like say if you're a guitarist, right? Once I learned a couple chords in guitar, then I can start throwing songs together. And that's, I mean, that's really all music is. You're just throwing notes together until something sounds good. I think one of the biggest things I've been pushing is like, don't get in your head about it. Don't get worried about it. Don't stress about it. Based on the tools you have, you can already be creating something and you can already be experimenting and learning new things. Um, and as long as you have a vision and as long as you really care about what you're doing, it will figure itself out and you you will create something really cool. And I think, I think that's a wrap. Again, my name has been Zane. Come check us out at the Spark here at the Spark. We have audio recording booths. We have we have MIDI devices. We have ways for you to start recording, check, like check, kits you can check out that will get you started. All really high quality equipment. So check out the Spark and we can get you started on all